Hello and welcome everyone to episode 70 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? Doing pretty good. Uh, I'm, of course, uh, Brandon Bovia, the letterer of manga like Dragon Ball Super, Kaiju number 8. Um, one thing that got announced, I think as we were recording this, it would have been like the previous Friday, so I guess it was the, the day Zelda came out. Um, I'm working on a Star Wars manga. <laughs> Ooh, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's a straight-up uh, adaptation of The Mandalorian. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I uh, put a lot of hard work into it. It comes out in September, I believe. Very so, cool. So, uh, check that out. I definitely, <laughs> uh, as I put in my, my kind of announcement tweet for it, I got, I got to work on Gundam and Star Wars in the same year, so as far as... Uh, sci-fi properties from the 70s are concerned i feel like i'm i'm all covered yeah no kidding i mean it's it's a it's manga so they'll they'll find some way to make grogu even cuter i'm sure yeah <laughs> it's like the um not not to spoil things for folks because the, the first volumes uh been out in japan for a hot minute but the entire first volume is the first episode <laughs> oh wow <laughs> the show hey, yeah so they, into it. I, it doesn't feel slow but it doesn't it doesn't feel too, like the pacing feels just right but it's also like Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be here a while. Yeah, exactly. I have no idea how long it's going to go for, but uh, yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of going to be here a while, we have re- we have officially reached our next arc, Water 7. And uh, this is a major one. This is, it, it feels like I can tell you right now that this is considered one of the best arcs in all of One Piece. I think it is the best. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, uh, I I remember loving it when I first watched it, and I this is also the point where I switched to the manga because I where I was watching the fan subs, they caught up, and it just I was like it, they basically I think this is around this point that Kaizuku fan dub sort of fan sub sort of died, and sort of stopped. They just they just weren't putting out anymore, and I'm like no, I'm yeah. switching to the manga. I got to see how this goes, and just loving it. <laughs> yeah, God, imagine having to. Ugh. What a horrible place to stop. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I got to, you know, I, I read this in the manga and I remember certain things, but honestly, I, I'm a little, I'm still a little fuzzy on the minute details, which is a, you know, common case for us in, in, in all this. Yeah. I think I might have mentioned this while we weren't recording, but I, I rewatched the, uh, the anime version of this arc uh, with the dub, God, probably like a year, maybe two years ago. So I think this is um this should be pretty fresh in my mind but like we'll see uh, this this might be the oh, the only time i get to say that okay <laughs> <laughs> we uh we'll, we'll see how it all goes but uh well let's go ahead and get to it uh because we got to wrap up the long ring long land uh arc with chapter 321 one on one and welcome to gidatsu's gimmick yeah <laughs> He's bad at holding down a job. Yeah, he's trying to eat by sticking his sandwich in his ear, and that—that's just it. Uh, like to—that's the joke. <laughs> yeah, that's what all of these are. That's it. It's just—it's just that kind of level of weirdness. It just—it just doesn't. It doesn't land. Yeah, it's just—it's his gimmick. He doesn't know how he does it. It's like it's—it's—it's it's, it's like supposed to be funny, but it's not. <laughs> that's the how, thing. How? How does he function? <laughs> I don't know. Like, Gadatsu just never came across, as we said before, has never come across as a lovable character. And I almost wonder, like, we'll see how it all turns out, but I'm kind of afraid that this might turn out worse than Wapples. 
Wobbles, at least, like, it took an interesting turn, and I liked seeing him suffer. <laughs> yeah, there was that um, aspect. Like, it, it's, it also started out with, I'm eating these things, I'm doing these things, and that's sort of where we're at now, right now with yeah. Gadatsu. See, yeah, that's the thing, though, is that, like, that that sort of, like, major feeling is based off of, you know, having read, um, you know, the arc that, <laughs> that Wobble was from. Yeah. Uh, Drum, uh, Drum but, Island, yeah. Like, I, Drum Island, God, why did, couldn't think of that but like th- like after that experience you're just like man this guy sucks like un- in no uncertain terms <laughs> but like because the the vassals in skypea just are are all kind of nothing characters it's like i'm not really invested like i if somehow if this turns out like oh like don't you feel bad for gadatu for going through it's like no not really no uh, do i really want to see him succeed no not really <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. <laughs> no, <laughs> He's, he is just sort of there. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. Uh, a much, much more interesting chapter because this is probably one of more, our most serious chapters in a while. Yeah. Like, like, it, it is just pure panic to start with and not the fun panic that we often have. Yeah. It's just like like Chopper and Usopp just straight up yelling at each other. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it just he, Chopper's like I've never seen a person completely frozen. Is like, hey, you're the ship's doctor. Help this. They would also you know, save her, save her if uh, if you fall apart. And he's like, I know that. Shut up. And they're just yeah working together. Yeah, the, the way everybody you're, you're seeing everybody kind of operate under pressure here, and it's like you're seeing just like just even. In uh, a goofy little manga like this, you know, where, and, and we'll see very soon, like, the, they still have the capability to goof off. But, like, it, I think it's important uh, that Oda just, like, shows these characters under pressure in a very serious situation where they they all have to work together, like, in the same spot. They're not split up like they are in, like, Alabasta and uh, parts of Skypea and stuff. It's, like, it's just fight Aokiji, or survive, basically, and try to thaw Robin. The bath is already being taken up by Robin, and there's they have to, like, Chopper's like, hey, if you, to do something about your frozen arms and legs, uh, you have to ro- warm them up, but she's in the shower right now, and the, 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 the two of them are basically like, let's just jump in the ocean. Rub yeah, them, yeah. <laughs> get there and, and get ourselves fixed up. Chopper's just like, hey, after you melt the ice at the low temperature, keep rubbing the parts affected and come on board. And they're just like, why are you guys here? Where's Luffy? And just straight up, uh, I, th- I think very important words here, you know, from Sanji that it was the captain's orders, you know, that kind of immediate confidence. And, you know, even though Usopp is here, like, questioning it, but I think it is sort of like that Sanji even, you know, kind of grabbing Usopp by, uh, you know, by his shirt. Just, you know, he said one-on-one, don't you understand that? Like, yeah, because uh, Usopp is in full, like, serious panic mode. He's calling them cowards for not helping out. Yeah, yeah. And that's... It- yeah, it is, <laughs> it is straight up pure stress. And Zoro points it out. It's a crucial time for the crew. Uh, whether he did it on women or not, just prepare, be prepared for the worst. And we go back to Luffy and he's already partially frozen. And yeah, he's he's able to kick Aokiji away and tries his gum gum storm, which uh, this is the same move that he beat Crocodile with. <laughs> yeah, for the record. And it does nothing. He just 
yeah. h- kind of hugs Luffy and Frieza been placed with ice time. I and love how it. simple Aokiji's attack names are. Ice Age, Ice Time. Yeah, he, he's lazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's and that's it. The fight's over. It barely yeah. lasted a, a page and a half. Luffy lost. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. Yeah. Straight he's up. Done. But oh, but yeah. Luffy what and this is another important part about Luffy not never knowing Luffy's thoughts because what Luffy said is, let's settle this between you and me. And he's and Alkaji's like, you got me. Because I agreed to a one-on-one fight, I win, that's it. But if I lay a hand on the others, I'll be breaking my word. Uh, and, he's, and he's sort of wondering, like, is that what your intention was? Or did you really think you could beat me? And we don't know. <laughs> like, did Luffy yeah. think that far ahead that he knew by saying that, that Alkaji, because he helped the old man, would stick to his word on that? Or did yeah. he just get lucky that Alkaji is like that? Yeah, God, I feel like probably a little, a little of column A, a little of column B, but yeah, I definitely think it is important that like there, there isn't any sort of like we have to stop and show exactly what Luffy's thought process is for this. It's just like you know he's already you know like somebody who acts completely on impulse, um, but it is sort of I think an interesting of. An interesting reflection of Aokiji's character himself. That he can kind of stop and go like, ah. (laughs) It's like, dang it, you got got my honor. Sort of like that. It's like, I did promise and I did did keep a promise. But hey, you are with that woman. She's going to be more than you can handle. And you're not going to be able to change her brutal personality. Which, God, that's ominous. (laughs) Oh, it it is so ominous. Because we just get intercut with all of them trying to get Robin unfrozen and conscious again. And yep. Zoro and Sanji are heading back and we get Aokiji stepping up to kick Luffy and break him apart. And it looks like he does it. I honestly mm-hmm. did before I like I looked at the next page and it's like he just shattered some other ice. It's like I could shatter yeah, you just, right here, kill you effortlessly, mm-hmm. but you took care of Crocodile so we're even. Which is – that is such an interesting like – I guess like unintended consequences or like the consequences of defeating Crocodile are – they're still playing out, and they have sort of like consequences that aren't immediately shown to the reader. I, I think that it's sort of a cool little like, you know what? This is kind of important. You know, the, I guess it's like the acknowledgement that like, yeah, that crocodile thing was kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> so it is also funny. It's like ah, I don't feel like giving you Smoker's message. Whatever. Bye. <laughs> what, what was the message again? I kind of forgot. I, or, I don't or know did, if we ever did. We not see that. I don't think we saw it. Okay. Yeah. So, huh? Yeah, Sanji and Zoro arrive, and they're just grateful that he hasn't been pulverized. Uh, Aokiji gets on his bike and is like, "Oh, according to this, the next city they're going towards is Water Seven, and uh, they'll be close to headquarters there." Yeah, wow, that feels like an important detail. Yeah, it's like mm, that doesn't seem so good, but yeah. there he goes using his ice powers to cross the waves, which is really. That's cool. I'm sorry. That's cool. Yeah, it's, it's just neat. <laughs> but uh, Chopper comes out and just says, both their hearts are beating. They're okay. But, you know, don't go in yet. Let's let's get them warm up and then take it nice and slow. And they're like, let's just stay here for the night. And Usopp finally collapses like, are guys as powerful as that going to be coming after us from now on? And all I did was <laughs> run around. Imagine that. Yeah. He's getting introspective Usopp again. Like, what? That's sort of like, what good am I? Sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, Robin 
we end with Robin waking up and just sort of staring ahead. It's yeah. it's a strangely somber chapter. Like it, it, it really is. Yeah, like it's kind of a kind of a like not that dark, but kind of a low point for the crew. It just sort of they got lucky basically (laughs) is what happened i I think this is absolutely the lowest point for the crew that we've seen up to this point they got beat that was you know then admiral showed up and just completely decimated them there there's just no there was no hope there no chance no hope and they realized that they didn't have that faith that luffy could take out crocodile like they had before yep yeah so yeah that's that's something else. Yeah, and then I don't know. I, I think about like I think about the word that the words that Alkiji said when like on that last page of Robin waking up, and it's just kind of like there's just so much mystery around who this character is mm. right now, and it's just like what, what is Robin's deal? Yeah, yeah, and then I God, we're just you're setting up for that. That's that's what we're doing. Yep. So let's move on to three twenty two puffing Tom and Gadatsu not remembering to blink. Anyway, right. moving on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's really not much more to say beyond that. That's it. But I think this chapter serves as a good way to reset everyone. Everybody, this is the yes. f- official start of our Water Seven arc. You know, they they got them needed time to recover. They stayed at uh, Long Ring Longland for four days before setting sail. It's already the third day at sea, so it's basically been a week. And uh, it's just like, ah, it's kind of nice. Nami's sunbathing. Sanji's making some food for Zoro sleeping like always. And Luffy is definitely back to himself by imitating what he was like when he was frozen. I feel like (laughs) we needed a little bit of levity after the last chapter. Uh It's just like, oh boy, that was a little bit heavy. So here comes Luffy just already making fun of himself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just like, we need to reset. We need to get everybody back on happy terms again and yes. uh it's like it's okay to laugh it's okay to laugh <laughs> so oh. they're they're all back in a good mood and even robin's feeling better yeah robin comes out has a smile thanks to doctor and uh yeah it's just like hey don't overdo it i know you might feel pressure to get up but especially since this guy's already doing you know, luffy's already doing all this but you're not the same as him he's a he's a freak <laughs> <laughs> He's got a point. So she gets some coffee. The others start eating that uh, Pompele or whatever that Sanji made, enjoying that. And all of a sudden they see a giant frog doing the freestyle crawl in the water. <laughs> and I love that, that Usopp's just like, don't be a doofus, Luffy. <laughs> the frogs can't do that. It's like, oh, he totally is. <laughs> <laughs> and I like how the inspiration is, we're going to, let's follow it. And Why? We're going to eat it. <laughs> yeah. I want to eat that frog. And as they're following it, they come across a lighthouse. And they're like, what's a lighthouse doing out here? And um, they're following after it. And it's like, what, what's going on here? Because there's some weird sound happening. And they get close to it. when all of a sudden, they seem to be run aground, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. And they're like, mm-hmm. um, 
back up, get out of the way, because all of a sudden we've got a two-page spread of a train about to hit him. The like the one the fact that they're able to like rotate the ship that quickly <laughs> impressive like I actually thought the back end of the Mary got hit <laughs> like uh, yeah just out. like the God, it's such a close call and <laughs> and uh, I I love this two page spread and just like the there was no indication that this world had trains I think no there doesn't seem to be at all we've not really seen much of land to have that be a thing. That's true. And the fact that it's on in the middle of the ocean <laughs> yeah, raises some questions. It's also massive because I didn't think yes. about this at the time, but it's bigger than the Mary, like height-wise. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't think even, even watching the anime, I feel like I didn't have that quite of a sense of scale of the train or at least it didn't feel that big but here in this shot it looks huge yeah it uh, is, so i it wonder i wonder massive. if that'll be a thing going forward i mean a lot of things have uh just been bigger than the mary like it is a that's also scale. true <laughs> <laughs> but the uh turns out the frog is waiting on the tracks lets out a big ribbit and gets blasted away <laughs> bonk <laughs> just bonked away and there it goes. And they're and just the like, just, what uh, the heck happened? What kind of ship was that? You're right. Like, what? Oh. Yep. All of a sudden, we get this little girl like, oh, hey, pirates. All right. I'll be out. <laughs> just to regret Yeah. <laughs> I do love that. Uh, as we'll see in the next couple of chapters, just like the, uh, the, the folks here, just like, oh, pirates. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Nobody cares. It's just like, oh, pirates. Sure. Yep. And she, the, she's all... She's a little drunk, it seems, a little tipsy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we get introduced. We get Chimney, uh, the little girl, Kukuro, the station master. She's the grandmother of Chimney. And Ganbei, her, uh, Chimney's cat that's actually a rabbit and meows. Yeah, but the okay. rabbit meow. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to get so confused. Yeah. It's it's not too important, but... Not... not <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. I, I do love... Uh, Kokoro is such a laid-back character that I, I can't help but like her. <laughs> just the way that she... You know, I hope you guys aren't train robbers and she's you know, just laughing it off. Uh, <laughs> too, too drunk to care. She's fun. Yeah. Like, they're weird designs, but I like how you can tell they're related just because of the lipstick designs. Yeah, and, and they have they have the similar, like, pigtails. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. I, I, I didn't realize it because I, I just looked like one full head of hair because of the hat. Yeah. <laughs> at least i that, that's my interpretation of Kokoro's i think you're here. right i, I don't actually know for yeah it could just be the angle eh. uh but either way we get a little bit, bit of a breakdown it's like yeah that's not a ship that's a steam train known as puffing tom uses steam to uh to rotate the paddles over the tracks and you can see the tracks just beneath the water here yeah which is an interesting idea yeah it's really funny because i actually had like a, a, a story of my own like i was thinking of that i wanted to try to like start with that idea of somebody just finding themselves on a <laughs> it's from the younger days. I've not done anything with it of on the tracks, mm -hmm. but I'm pretty sure I read this before I even came up with that concept. So I, but some, and I don't think about the puffing Tom like that often, but some part of it must've stuck with me. Like it's just a cool concept of a train going over water. Trains in places they shouldn't be are cool. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> Uh, but we get the breakdown where it, it uh, circles the same places every day, taking riders from island to island. It'll even haul boats and deliver mail. It's usually partitioned off, so you know don't really want to be on that. 
And mm-hmm. it's like Luffy's like, all oh, right, there was a frog here and it got blasted away. That was cruel. Oh, that was Yokozuna. He's he caused yeah. the problems because he <laughs> wants to test his strength against it. <laughs> Gee, like Jesus Christ, this frog <laughs> <laughs> explains all the scars. And at that point, yeah. Luffy's like, wow. That's cool. I'm not going to eat him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Luffy, uh, Luffy, the uh, Yokozuna has earned Luffy's respect, and he no longer wants to eat him. Uh, <laughs> uh, of course, I, I did some looking up for this because I knew like Yokozuna was a was a sumo wrestling term. That and of course, there's a, uh, a famous American wrestler uh, mm-hmm. uh, who went by that stage name. But uh, yeah, apparently Yokozuna is like the highest rank in uh, sumo wrestling in Japan. So that's pretty cool. That makes sense. Yeah. I have to imagine Kokoro is a train pun of some sort because you got chimney. Chimney, yeah. I don't. I, I, Kokoro literally means heart, but I don't know how that. Well, I guess it could be because of the heart shaped lips. Oh yeah, it could be as that as well. I guess well. That, that's. I hadn't th- made that connection, but that's probably why. But yeah, there's probably some yeah. other pun I'm missing. <laughs> yeah, there's always puns and yeah, yeah, all that. I try to catch him when I can. <laughs> but they 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 don't like Yokozuna because he keeps bre- breaking the tra- uh, rail guards and freaks out the customers. Which, I mean, to be fair... <laughs> I mean, if I saw a speeding towards a frog, I'd be a little worried. Yeah. Uh, just... Yeah. <laughs> but they have some destinations they could go thanks to the sea tr- uh, train, uh, Puffing Tom. We got St. Poplar, the town of the Spring Queen, Poochie, the gourmet city, or the carnival town of San Faldo. Uh, if you're involved in the uh, gov- with the government, there's another special train they could take as well, which... Which... <laughs> <laughs> Didn't, I, didn't realize uh, that I one at first, but I was also, hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, that's an interesting line to put here. Yeah. Uh, and Luffy immediately says, gourmet city. is like, no, no, we're just going to stick to the log. We says, besides, we can't board the train because we have our ship. And yep. like, oh, so where are you headed? Oh, you're, uh, north. So that's uh, Water 7. I actually just came from there. It is the city of water, and it's a bustling city known for the shipbuilding industry which immediately catches their attention because that's where the world's best shipwrights are all gathered. Yeah. All right. Let's go find ourselves a carpenter. And I think it uh, an interesting detail also is that uh, Kokoro mentions that uh, the ships built there are also under a commission by no less than the world government. So it seems like there's a lot of world government involvement in whatever is uh, just kind of in this general location. Yeah, we, we've got that from Alkaji and we got even more confirmation thanks to Kokoro. Like they are really close to something involving the world government. Yeah, uh, but if uh, they must be the best shipwrights in the world if they are, you know, like I, I imagine the kinds of like Navy ships and whatnot that uh, must be kind of have, have to be built there under very specific uh, specification. Mm hmm. Absolutely. But it, it also, like, there's a part of me that's like, well, that's really convenient. They needed a carpenter and they found a town where there's a bunch of car- like world-class carpenters. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if they really wanted one, they could have taken one from Foxy's crew. <laughs> that is true. That is true. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get to chapter 323, The City of Water, Water 7. And I really did not need this chi- chapter page and see a naked Gadatsu. <laughs> Good gravy. He's naked. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, no. No, thank you. <laughs> Otis, he's messing with us. He's he's trolling us. Yeah, he totally is. <laughs> uh, either way, uh, we, we get into the chapter itself and Kokoro offers them one last little thing. A map of the island and a letter of introduction to have them fix up the, the, the ship. Try not to get lost because Water 7 is a massive town. And hey, if we meet again, she'll treat us to a drink. So Yeah. And hey, it sounds like, you know, uh, the log will take a week for Water 7. So they've got time. Yeah. Take it easy. 
they got their destination and we leave our new friends, I guess, or just new acquaintances. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Kokoro's like, watch out for the government people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, probably good, good advice. But yeah, we got more narration of just everybody heading out to find the, this, this Water 7 and f- get their new crewmate. They're discussing what kind of carpenter they want. Like, like what kind of person would they want? Sanji's like, I want a beauty. And uh, Luffy's like, no, 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 it's a carpenter. It's got to be a big mountain of a man about five meters tall. Jesus. <laughs> skipping ahead a little bit. I love Luffy's crappy drawing on the next page. <laughs> it's just a bad drawing of a person. Carpenter, five meters. That's it. It's like, that's yeah. that's what I want. Nami's just sort of ignoring it. Part. It's like, oh, it's a good thing we have a map drawn for us. So. Let's go here. And the map is about as good as Luffy's drawings. Yeah, it seems like Kokoro is about at the same level of an artist. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They're just all sort of making fun. They're being their usual silly selves. And we just get this, again, interesting view of Robin just watching them yeah. sort of smiling to herself. And it's like, what are the thoughts there anymore? Because it used to be just my amusement with that. But now it's like, is there something more? Because we don't really see Robin's thoughts anymore, uh, really. Yeah, I, I, I mean, she hasn't really did commented on anything. I, I feel like the the encounter with Aokiji is probably infected, uh, uh, not infected, affected her. <laughs> it just, it's still probably kind of shaken up by that in a in a big way. Yeah, I, th- I think so. She's just sort of taking it as it as it comes, but uh, yeah. But hey, uh, Nami actually hands out allowance for everybody for their one week stay. And uh, Usopp is showing appreciation to the Mary because, you know, all this patchwork ever since they got onto the Grand Line, it's had a a rough time, which, boy, have we seen. She's been through a lot, man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Poor Mary. Like the deck creaks, the leaks, the the, the leaks in the bilge are pretty bad. You know, it's like we have lots of money now. We can make her as good as new. We can even make her better than new with more cannons and a bronze statue. Of course, the bronze statue is very important. Very important. But eventually, they they finally come across Water 7, and they're just all marveling at it. Yeah. And I mean, look at that that spread on the next page. It's cool. It's the best One Piece location. I think it is. I mean, it's like like Venice if it was big and multi-layered. Huge Um, multi-layered fountain Venice. (laughs) Yeah, it's... Oh, man. There's just something really cool about this place yeah and the way like the we're going to be kind of playing tourist for the next like couple chapters and i'm just all all of this like juicy world building whenever we get to a new location in one piece it's always just like just fascinating world building but i think these these scenes in water seven are just i don't know they're they're it's like candy to me (laughs) it's very much like uh otis found his groove here is like Ever since Skypea, we got that all those introductions to the new concepts of Skypea, and now we get the like new place. Here's how this place works. Exactly. Yeah. It's like uh, come on board the tour, <laughs> and uh, they they see the the station where Puffing Tom had left, but a fisherman points out, "Is like, hey, you're pirates, and you'll get in trouble if you enter from the front. So go around to the other side. You don't want to. You don't want to get in trouble." It's like, oh, thank again. You. I, I love that they're just everybody's just helpful. They're like, hey, you you're pirates, don't don't come in here. <laughs> like you you want to go that way. Yep. And we got Robin with some information telling us that the foundation of the, of the town is built under the water surface because we can see some pillars there. And that's why it's called the City of Water. 
Uh, and they just keep getting directions from people. Is like, you here looking for loot? It's like, no, we just want to get our ship repaired. And it's like, wait, is it <laughs> normal for us to get asked that? Oh, it's like, there's a, <laughs> yeah. there's a cape. Go to the cape and drop anchor there. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just so many helpful people. And boy, showing how rough shape the Mary's in is that the, they go to put down the, the sail again. And Zoro pulls and it just kind of breaks it, snaps it. And put in yeah. Pieces. Oh, <laughs> I feel I feel the Mary's pain. It just in all of the different ways, it's just breaking apart. Even Zora's like, man, I didn't realize the, Mary, the going Mary was in that bad of condition. Yeah. <laughs> so good thing they're here. And so, man, it's really weird. They don't fear pirates. It's like, well, pirates are customers too, or they kind of have strong bodyguards who don't fear pirates. And it's like, yeah, ah, that's uh, probably it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I do love, you know, uh, Usopp starts freaking out. And then, you know, and then Sanji's like, what's so bad about that? We're customers, too. <laughs> it's like, oh, all right. And yeah, as, yeah. And as soon as they make land, Luffy and Usopp run off. <laughs> of course, uh, as as is typical. Yeah, but they got Nami with them this time. So we got our group here where they need to find a guy named Iceberg and give him the introductory letter from Kokoro and he'll help get arrange to get the ship fixed. But also they need to find a place where they can exchange the gold they got from Skypea into cash. So we have our, our goals here. And yep. I don't know, there's I, I, something about Nami's outfit for this one that I really like. Just the, the shirt and tie with the Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, a good, a it's a good combo. Yeah, it's it's unique. It feels unique. And we make it there and just like, well, we get introduced. <laughs> it's time for a little introduction about what the heck this town's all about. Yeah. Because we get to the shipbuilding factory in Dock 1 where we have Mikazuki the Pirate. Uh, which, the ba- um, uh, Mikazuki means crescent moon, which is why he's got a crescent moon on his uh, hat. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. And this this pirate with a 36 million berry bounty on his head says, yeah, I thought it over. And you know what? I know you just fixed the ship. That price seems too high. I refuse. Yep. I'm not paying anything. And uh, <laughs> we actually get introduced to Iceberg and looks like his assistant, Khalifa. Yeah. Uh, Iceberg has very strange hairstyle, very strange lips, I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, he's a... Uh, and um, I think this joke comes across better in the anime, both in the Japanese and, and in the dub, uh, where he kind of he kind of has this, like... It's like a particular kind of infer- like intonation. Like, he, like his, like... <clears throat> Uh, is kind of like a, I think in the dub they kind of have it like a hmm or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a very subtle but a very specific kind of like speech tick that he okay. has. Yeah, and he yeah. also he's got a little mouse buddy in his yeah, shirt pocket. Yeah, I like his little mouse buddy. It's 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 cool. Yeah. We also kind of get Khalifa's little quirk here just from this little bit. It's like ah, the customer is refusing to pay for repairs. It's sexual harassment. It's it's a very uh, 2004 joke. I think it sucks. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> that's all I'm really gonna say on that. <laughs> Has it doesn't age well. <laughs> I it's it just it just sort of didn't land for me. It's just like okay, yeah. whatever. <laughs> it, yeah, well, I I think she stops doing it at a certain point. But yeah, definitely in her in her early scenes here, that's that's basically all all she does is call everything sexual harassment, which is uh uncomfortable if you think about it for more than two seconds <laughs> yeah yeah that has some bad implications Yeesh. Yep. they sort of warn him is like yeah it's not a good idea to annoy craftsmen 
And at that at, at that moment, some guy who was just some craftsman who was turning around just like smashes him in the back of the head, smashing his helmet. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Even even the crescent little crescent moon breaks, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Oops, sorry." And then somebody's calling out, "It's like, watch where you're going." All of a sudden, a, a Saul comes down. It's like, "Oh, sorry." And they're like, oh, you're picking <laughs> a fight?" And all of a sudden, all the craftsmen just have their tools out yep. and massive explosions. And they're all wiped out. <laughs> well, I, I love that it, it, it's uh, one of the craftsmen is just like, hey, did you test fire that cannon? <laughs> so they're just like <laughs> make making up as many excuses as they can to just beat up on these bothersome pirates. Uh-huh. And we got some really interesting designs here. We got I love these characters. This is the uh, the galley law companies, uh, what they're called. Yes. And we got like glasses guy with a like a shotgun. Guys yeah. with beards, guy holding what looks to be, I think, a shovel with a with a pigeon with a bow tie around his neck, which is fun. <laughs> guy with a bullseye and smoking, kind of kind of smoker ish. Guy with yeah, a yeah, long nose actually, and ball cap, kind of has the same face as Smoker too. A little bit. Guy looks like kind of like a panda or koala, look tilting his head. Guy with bu- bu- uh, wings on his chest for a tattoo clown <laughs> like i know yeah the clown guy it, yeah i know like probably a good uh maybe a third to half of these designs i feel like don't really show up ever again uh but just kind of collectively as a group like they're all badass <laughs> yeah there, there's something really cool about each of them yeah and, yeah they just completely take out these pirates no issue so that's the sort of craftsman working out working with here and boy that's a good ground to find find a new carpenter for the crew if they're that yeah strong. seriously that, that's that's usually a good sign if they're strong <laughs> <laughs> yeah and god uh 36 million berries is not nothing i mean it's not huge but no you know they they just completely <laughs> bigger than luffy's initial bounty yeah but yeah. And they just said, nah, that doesn't fly here. No, no, that's not going to work. We do get an OB, OB, uh, SBS and nothing too major. Just uh, somebody was curious about the other, like what would Luffy look like in the other wigs displayed there? And we got, you know, Sailor Moon Luffy. We got Feudal Lord Luffy, Greaser Luffy, and Old Man Luffy. And it's like, I, I definitely fun. wouldn't have noticed the Sailor Moon wig because you, you only see half of it in the panel. Um, yeah, I in. completely missed it. And I just watched all of Sailor Moon with my girlfriend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's it's super silly, but I, not quite the menace of the of the Afro. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the Afro is more powerful than them all. Of course, of course. All right, chapter three hundred and twenty-four: Adventures in the City of Water, where Kadatsu needs to stand on the ground while he digs. It still sure. sucks. It's it's <laughs> stupid. It's why I'm not focusing any time on it. It's yeah. Dumb. yeah it's just, yep. There's nothing nothing to really grasp onto. <laughs> and uh, there, we get, we get into the the chapter itself. It's like, all right, let's find the money exchange first because you know probably not a good idea to wander around with all this gold in a sack on a cart. Let's let's get get it in bills. That way, it's a little easier to hang on to our our money. There's a lot of talk about trust and like Luffy, how nobody trusts Luffy to hold on to this top. <laughs> this, all, no. to this oh, top. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I love they're just like, don't you guys trust me? No, no, no. <laughs> and then they come across a rental bull shop and they're like, what? You rent a bull? Like, what does that mean? And Luffy's like, eh, I want to rent one. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just yeah. find out what it is first. Yeah. He's like, and then, God, I love the conversation on the bottom of the page here. 
uh, how many people? How many people? Three. All right, which bull do you want? Uh, we got these ranks, and he's like, oh, uh, I guess two of the Yagra ranks will be f- fine. I was like, all right, fine, grill them up. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're just like, what is happening here? <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. You don't, you don't eat them. You ride them because you got a fish called a Yagra that swims with its head out of the water. And there's more water passages than actual roads in this city. So for residents, actually using the, a bull to ride around in is what's needed. So that's our mode of transport. Basically like a horse of the sea. and Yeah, you know, yeah like a seahorse. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not too bad. It's not too expensive either. 2,000 berries for two, two rentals. Yeah. Which seems pretty reasonable. I guess it would have to be cheap if they're, you have to use them to get around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And... Uh, the guy just is very help, uh, helpful and whatnot, and the, and the guy and Luffy's like, "Oh, can I handle this heavy load?" He's like, "Oh, it's definitely strong. You could, you can even use it to move a house or move a ha- move house." So all that. And he's like, "Oh, what's inside there? Treasure? Ah, you're funny. Oh no, it's treasure." And he's like, "Oh, I'll take some." <laughs> you're right. And then of, of course Luffy gets reprimanded for saying, "Hey, don't flaunt it like that." <laughs> it's like it's not making it'll have us any have any less. And immediately the guy's like. Uh, yeah, th- that'll be one million berries for the two yacht for the two <laughs> <bulls>. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Nami gets a, a directions on where the currency exchange is, so we got to go up to the main street of the shipbuilding island. So off we go with Luffy and the treasure, and Nami and Usopp on the other one. And they really shouldn't have left them with the treasure. <laughs> they're probably a bad idea, but uh, it, it, I don't know. It's there's something cool about this. Like it's it maybe doesn't have the amazing, like out out of this world quality of Skypea, but just seeing an actual city going in between all these waterways, going up the water, how the bulls work. It's I don't know something cool about it. This is basically the most advanced society we've seen in One Piece up to this point, right? Like I think so. Between like you know, once you got to the Grand Line, you know, we had like Skype or uh, we we had Alabasta. You know, they were very kind of standard uh, desert community um and while like skypea was very technologically advanced in some ways like it was i guess just like so far removed um but here we just like have like this is just a place on the grand line that technically if you survive anybody could get to yeah yeah it just if you end up that way and the bulls are so the yagras are so smart that they actually like don't listen to them and take them directly to the shopping area and it's, 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 I don't know, it's just kind of cool. But they also start seeing some strangeness. I forget the significance of this, where they just start seeing all these people in masks. And mm. they're like, huh, must be some sort of party going on. And I'm like, what is the importance of that? I don't remember. <laughs> I remember. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, we'll be seeing more and more of that. <laughs> oh, boy. And Luffy, of course, finds a stand and he's like, Ah, uh, there's some water, water meat, even though it's people food. That but the the, the Yagras like it, and Luffy tries to bite, and it's just dripping with water. It looks like, but he's like, oh, it's so tender. <laughs> it kind of sounds gross, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> just like having meat doused in water. But I guess if it's soft, then it. I, I don't know. Put some put some seasoning on it. I guess it's. Mm, I don't know, but yeah, we see these mass people around, and it just seems freaky. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's something. There's something ominous about seeing them, you know. Yeah, they're just kind of no. They, I, I guess because they're, they're just so stiff. They're so still. Like mm. they're not. You know, there's there there is like a um. I think they mentioned it 
I think later they mention like there's party. a party. Yeah. 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 But but even still, like it's not they're not like woo fun kind of like festival masks. They're very yeah. They're very kind of a little a little creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. Uh, but in order to get to the main street, they have to take the water elevator, Watergate elevator. And it's basically works like a canal. They go in, they seal it off, they raise up the water and up they go to a higher level. Yeah. Seeing all this technology just all together at once, is just it's just been incredible. <laughs> yeah. And then we go back to the ship where it's just uh, we find out it's just Sanji and Zoro because Robin and Chopper decided to go uh, shopping in Water 7. And Sanji's immediately like, I'm stuck on board with you. That is really <laughs> boring. Fine. Yeah, just I'm going to go do some shopping. <laughs> You stay, you guard the ship, and Zora immediately falls asleep. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but we move over, and we go back. Now we got an update on where everybody else is. And we get to the shipbuilding center, and it's just, again, these massive gears, how big the fountain is, the scale for Oda in yeah. some of his locations are just unbelievable. I guess that's the other thing, too. Like, this is the first, like, big city that we've ever been to. In, I think so. Story, yeah. Like again, we had um, Alabarna, but even that feel like it kind of pales in comparison to how big this is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This this is definitely bigger than Alabarna. Uh, but that's when they hear about the shipbuilders and uh, how they recently take out took out some pirates, and we get some names. We get Lucci is the guy that had the pigeon on his shoulder. Yep. Some guy named Polly. Lulu is the guy with the glasses and the in the in the mustache. And then we got Tilestone as one of the bearded guys. And just Tilestone is a, a sick name. <laughs> yeah, Tilestone is really good. And they're just like, hey, what's going on? It's like, oh, uh, pirates tried to make trouble and the carpenters beat him up. And Luffy's like, they beat up the, the pirates? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, the residents love the galley log uh, ship, shipwrights. They're strong. They're skilled. The pride of Water 7. And Luffy's like, oh, I can't wait to actually meet them. And then all of a sudden we go back to Zoro and he's getting attacked. Yeah, just already. <laughs> Randomly getting attacked. And it's like, oh, that's that's not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Already uh, more new characters. Yep. What a way to interlace that where we got... Like, Things the, are the, moving, the, by the, the way. The wonder of, what's, of this city with all of a sudden he's getting attacked for no apparent reason. <laughs> yeah, we've basically been in... Um, water seven for like like this will be our third chapter it feels like there's so much happening yeah <laughs> already and well chapter 325 the frankie fr family and okay i'm hoping the Kadatsu next week leads to something interesting because he struck yeah. upon something i don't know what it I is i don't know what it is yeah but please be something interesting and not the please. usual <laughs> joke god it feels like the last five cover stories have just been like nothing yeah <laughs> We're on volume nothing. eleven. It does. It feels like nothing of course. Oh my has god, <laughs> nothing has happened. <laughs> no, not at all. But we we pick up with uh, Zoro getting attacked by this group, and they actually know that he is pirate hunter Zoro. They are bounty hunters, the Frankie family, and we get some of the strangest designs. Like God, they're all so weird. I love them. Yeah, the guy in front is probably the most normal, even though he's wearing like tights i don't know yeah, like, yeah. he's got like fishnet leggings and like astro boy boots yeah he's <laughs> he's like dr frankenfurter combined with astro boy you're right <laughs> and then the the big guy in the back where he's just all wide no neck i don't even think he's wearing a shirt like he's just got like a bow tie on directly on his skin yeah 
and <laughs> straps. I, I I don't know. Is they don't look cool for sure, but they they yeah. are certainly some of the wackiest designs. Oh boy, Zoro's been attacked by fetishists. <laughs> but they're like, hey, we're gonna uh, take your head for sixty million. We'll be rolling in dough. And it's our lucky day, and Zora's like, "No, it's your unlucky day." <laughs> yeah, and he just, just takes he stops it with out. one sword. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah, you're not doing yeah. anything. Of course, they, they were they were no they were no no match for Zoro. <laughs> no, he tosses him in the water, calls him useless, goes back to sleep. Yep, <laughs> I was like, oh, that was weird. Uh huh. And then we get to check in what uh, Robin and Chopper up to, and okay, um, Robin's outfit might be my favorite in the series <laughs> i think i think oh man there are some good ones so i don't know if i'm willing to i don't know if i'm willing to make that but this is definitely like one of the most iconic ones <laughs> yeah like yeah this is this is like the robin outfit i'm sorry this looks good <laughs> like yeah, this it's, good. it's a good look this might also be a reason I, robin's my favorite <laughs> <laughs> she's she's the classy one yeah like she's we've always, commented always. on this but i don't know something about it just works yeah, yeah no that's <laughs> as, a, as a fellow robin enjoyer i am i am right there with you <laughs> <sighs> but uh yeah they get to they get to go together and check out all these shops and uh chopper's like wow a shop full of faces like oh it's a mask maker and you know i've seen people walking around on and it's like oh i thought they would just had funny faces yeah <laughs> i like the innocence of that yeah, there's something really adorable too. Like Robin and Chopper kind of being together, I think is not a uh, a combination you see very often. And I don't know, there's something very just kind of like it's kind of like a Wholesome. mom and child almost. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like I, I like this pairing. And you're right; yeah. it's the first time I think we've gotten this one. Which man, I love these these all the way they change these up. And she uh, she she lets us know that in sound at San Faldo. Uh, another island on the train sea route. That's where a costume festival is being held. Right. And she's like, wow, how do you know that? And she's like, well, I heard people on the street talking about it. And it's a habit. Ever since I was little, I observed people's moods and listened to them talk. And you know what? <laughs> I, that's also a little bit of a indicator of like yeah. the kind of life she's led. But it also ties into her power. Like I can just imagine her popping up ears yeah, all yeah, over you know. town to listen into yeah. all these things. And it's, it's, it explains why she's always the information person when it comes yep. to the movies. <laughs> yeah. And she's all, she's always the one just kind of sitting back and listening while everybody else does the, you know, kind of all the, all of the wacky stuff. But mm -hmm. I, I feel like even, even knowing what we know now, like she was an, an assassin in a dangerous criminal organization. Um, so the fact that she eavesdrops on people, I think is not a, not a huge stretch. No, no, that, that feels perfectly in character for her and sort of exp explains it. And, I love how she points out, this reminds me of me as I was a kid. It's like, oh, there's a bookstore over there. It's like, really? Can I go in? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> but as she goes, as she's walking and just actually enjoying herself, some person in a checkerboard pattern and a eyeless mask just says, I'm with CP9. And it just keeps walking and it just leaves her shaken. Robin just starts sweating. Yeah. <laughs> it just breaks out in a cold sweat like, um <laughs> Like what the heck is CP9? Yeah. Like this her past is like I think it's safe to say at this point, this feels like Robin's arc. <laughs> like it's it's making it very apparent that it's <laughs> we, time to learn more about her. Pretty much, I mean ever ever since Al Giji showed up and just started being like, Yeah, that 
yeah, she's more trouble than she's worth, guys. I don't know about that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, even like that's all it takes. And while like Chopper just goes shopping, comes back out and is like, where'd Robin go? <laughs> yeah, where, where's all that? That's that's weird, man. It, it's it's so interesting from that Robin perspective where it's like we had her as a villain for one arc. We had her on the crew for one arc, but really not knowing anything about her. And then we get now. Now it seems like we're finally learning about her after what, 200 chapters? Yeah, <laughs> they've got this is. This is Oda playing the long game. And oh, it's, yeah. Oh, this, this one's going to be satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> but they have successfully made it to a currency exchange. And Luffy is just screaming, a hundred million berries. It's like, shut up, you idiot. People are here. It's like, you're going to give us that much in cash? Shut up, Luffy. And everybody's leaning at the door, listening in. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're going to have to mug these people. And the guy's looking is like, ah, it's certainly worth that much. Historical value. It's purity. Amazing gold. And they're like, man, we'll really be able to fix up the Mary at that point. They're all into it. And it's like, oh, if you agree to the price, I'll go prepare the money. And all of a sudden. And then, oh, this Nami. This is great. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> oh, I love when it comes to Nami and money. It's, it's yeah. just funny. The, the way that she just like slowly lifts her leg up and then smacks it down on the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Three things. This guy has a bounty of $100 million on his head. Two, I don't agree with your appraisal. Three, if you lie again, I'll scalp you. It's like, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and then just you turn the page and they're like, 300 million. Yeah. <laughs> 300 million berries. They finally have some cash. And wow. everybody's all happy. They get it into three separate suitcases, complimenting Nami. Just like, she's like, yeah, I had an idea of what it was offered. And when he, all, when he only went with 100 million yeah, that wasn't going to fly. It's definitely going to take advantage of softies like you. And Luffy's just <laughs> swinging around and all of a sudden launches it into, towards the water. And Nami yes. and Usopp immediately dive after it. And he catches it with his rubber arm. It's like, oh. Oops. Yeah, of course. And then, of course, they just beat the snot out of him. And I love how they're both like, I'm going to punch you. I'm going to break your teeth. And his teeth are already broken in his bed. Yep. He's already punched. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. Do you? Don't trust him with money. Just, yeah, just they, they 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 forbid Luffy from carrying the money. It's all with uh, Usopp and Nami. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, "Hey, we're not going to head back to the ship. Let's just head straight to the ship right now. Then we'll have to uh, return to the ship because we need to get an estimate on it." So uh, yeah, well let's let's uh, head over that way. Oh wait, there's water water cakes. Let's buy a thousand. <laughs> don't <laughs> oh god oh, you cannot trust that cannot trust that boy with money yeah luffy and money do not mix it does no yeah. it does not yeah. work but they uh, they make it to the shipbuilding factory and uh, the crowd earlier is gone now they need to find iceberg and uh luffy just goes in and starts calling about it and uh it's like calling out all of a sudden some the guy with the the ball cap and the long nose yeah. uh, shows up is like oh hey you're an outsider let's actually talk outside since only authorized personnel are allowed in the factory and uh this is kaku and they're all shocked because are you usopp <laughs> he's like no, right. no. Yeah, he's got, this man's nose a square is a square nose <laughs> yes which uh just a best guess on what kaku means <laughs> oh is it square yeah yeah oh that's amazing that's or amazing. i think i think like like angle um and <laughs> You know, just you can add a number onto it. Uh, uh, it's honestly a pretty fun design. The hat. Yeah, and no, the, he's and the it, giant a neck. Big uh, finger, Mike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. And Nami's like, we got, we want to see iceberg, and she's like, oh, and he's like, oh, it's an introductory letter. 
at shift station and Luffy immediately asks, like, are you middle aged? Which there must be something in the way he talks in the Japanese because. Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm, I, I am, but 23, which is funny. It's like, you talk old. Yeah. It's like, I'm told that often. So we get yeah. certainly get some interesting speech patterns that were not, uh, don't translate well. Yeah, it's that that's the thing in Japanese. It's really easy to like. You can tell a lot about a person uh, by the way they talk when it comes to just like, uh, you know, I I guess we think of speech patterns in a very kind of like regional way. Um, But but like the language is malleable enough that like you can tell somebody's gender, their age um, and just like all sorts of like personal details, even kind of down to like the way that they write different personalities in fiction can come like like there's a, a very easy way to just be like this character speaks in this specific way that nobody else does and so yeah it it, it doesn't i i see them that they try it the way say i am but 23 i i i'm told that quite often like you see it a little bit god that that's another another touch i really like from the dub because i think they um they, they give them just like a slight little like it, i don't know from my memory it feels like kind of like a not quite a southern accent but kind of like a little bit of a twang you oh, know? okay kind of like kind of like a humble old texas man <laughs> yeah <laughs> cool uh, but we get some more details on Iceberg because Iceberg is actually the mayor of Water 7 and also the president of the Galley Law Company and manages the sea train. I, I love all of that. And, and Kokoro is just like, yeah, go see that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's a, here's a recommendation. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> She's got connections. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, he's very busy. But if you're here to discuss ship repairs. So where did you dock? Oh, over there basically it's like okay i'll jot on over and assess the condition of the ship that way things will go faster when you actually speak to iceberg and you can discuss the cost and do something like jot over but you mean on the yagra he's like oh if i did that i'd have to wait for forever just give me 10 minutes and he takes off his uh, little belt of tools and just dashes off like a like a bullet and <laughs> jumps off that huge building and just yeah is kind of amazing, and that's when Iceberg actually shows up. <laughs> Kaka's been playing Tears of the Kingdom, I see. <laughs> yeah. It's just the way that he falls, it's just like, yeah. <laughs> he is called Mountain Wind, and he's able to just jump off that, land on a building, and just keep going. And that's how we end, which yeah. is this crazy introduction to, to Kaku. is like, just man. The, just some of the coolest parkour you've ever seen. We're getting a lot of um, potential shipmates like that's the the one here we know we need a carpenter we're probably going to get a carpenter by the end of this and and all these folks are like super strong and you know they all have cool designs and uh interesting talents uh so like which which ones are going to (laughs) be i don't know uh i do i do like how the sbs this time as we finish things off uh somebody's asking how did luffy lift the snake's eyelid when he's inside the snake didn't we ask the same question (laughs) i think so and it's like it, it was fun. That's all, you know, as long as it's fun as anything works, <laughs> it's just like don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. That wow. Just even bringing Luffy in to be like, ah, don't yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> mm. And then they have like a basically a dick joke at the very yeah. End. Like, this is a dick joke. That that's yeah. what this is. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is it's for the other oh. one, changing the name of the tornado tempo. So the thing. Oh god, I don't know if I'm going to be able to explain this. So the difference when when you're writing in um in katakana. Um, the difference between like a te and a chi is basically like one line. 
Oh. <laughs> uh, you, you can change it from one to the other one a little stroke. Uh, and I, I remember hearing, I think this might be in an SBS way down the line, I think is where I heard this. That was the, uh, while they were recording for the anime, that was a prank that Luffy's voice actress pulled on Nami. Uh, by, oh. by adding adding a little a little line to the script so that it read as tornado chimpo. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Oh my god. That's fun. Speaking of fun, God, I love this. Like it's we're only four chapters in, but it just has this excitement to it in a way that I didn't get yeah. from Long Ring Long Land. Like yeah, I mean it definitely was wacky. sort of like the. Yeah, it was wacky, but this is this is proper One Piece. <laughs> yeah, uh, perhaps the most proper One Piece. I mean, I, I feel bad. Uh, I've been hyping this arc up so much, but it is genuinely my favorite. And we'll see. Like, even just from these four, first four chapters alone, there's like, I don't know, maybe like a half dozen, maybe even up to a dozen different little plot threads all happening as at once. And the way that, like, I guess because like whenever we started other One Piece arcs, it's like. Um, the crew kind of, they split off, but they come back together fairly quickly. And there's not that many uh, different kind of like threads to follow. Mm-hmm. But this one feels so intricately plotted that there's there's so many different characters and motivations. And like everybody's constantly moving all of the time. And I, just, I think this is the first like really intricately plotted One Piece arc. And it is like, it is just, ugh. Yeah, is one of one of my favorites for that aspect, and we'll we'll continue to see <laughs> as it goes on <laughs> why it is my favorite. Yeah, as, as you said, it's just, it's like there's so many little things here and there, and you wouldn't even pick up on it the first time. Like maybe yeah, exactly. certain things you like you may pick up like half of them, not realizing the other half is also like massive in a way. <laughs> yeah, and that God, that's the best part is like when it's you're just like this is dense, and there's mm-hmm. like we acknowledged um. Like, like, like that line from Kokoro earlier about like, oh, yeah, there's like a government tray and you're just kind of like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, I, I definitely mm. didn't catch that. Uh, I think even while I was rewatching the, the anime version, I don't think I had paid that any mind. And then I'm like, oh, w- wait. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Just like little, little, little like throwaway lines like that can just like, oh, there it is. That's yep. uh, oh, this will come up later. <laughs> oh, I'm excited so to good get at to it. it. It's We're going to be here a while, but I'm, I'm excited yes. to get to it. Yeah, so, settle in. Yep. But with that, I believe we've said all we've wanted to say about chapters 321 to 325 of One Piece. Thank you so much for listening, and you can find more of my ramblings and stream VODs over at BitNerd Games on YouTube or BitNerd with, an under, uh, BitNerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter. And Brandon, where can everyone find you at? I'm at BrandonBovia on Twitter, talking about uh, anime, manga, games, and my job. Uh, I, I've sworn a vow not to, not to spoil Zelda really at all so i've been trying to avoid talking about it as much as i can i appreciate um, it <laughs> yeah i uh, just i don't even want to kind of tease at the things like it's just you know what I've, if you're playing it just enjoy it you know i'll I'll come back when everybody's done and be like that was good that, that's yeah. it um otherwise uh like i mentioned at the top of the show uh i got to work on star wars um so i'll be i'll be talking about that when that comes out uh in a few months and uh just got other, you know, various little uh, fun things and surprises in store. So, yeah, very cool. And if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash Derek Bittner. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K-B-I-T-N-E-R to listen to the next episode three days early. And make sure to return next time as we discuss chapters 326 to 330 of One Piece. Until then, my friends. Bye. 
Remember to take life one piece at a time. I think we found your bookstore. Oh, really? Can we go inside now? <laughs> of course. Be my guest. Today's the best day ever! <laughs> CP9.